Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Daniel Padilla, and I am, as always, joined by my wonderful friend, Matthew, a.k.a. Rocket League Peterson. That's me. Hello. Uh, and welcome. Uh, I am very pleased to welcome you all to the 13th episode of Dialogue Tree. Hell yeah. Lucky number 13. Here we go. That is right. Uh, so what's new with you, Matthew? Uh, I'm having a pretty good day. I was at the supermarket, as I am every Sunday, uh, often before we record, <laughs> actually. Did you encounter... Uh... The robot? Yeah, actually. It wasn't in the way, um, but last <laughs> week it was. Um, you know how they have an entire aisle just for the checkout, like where you turn into the checkout? And the robot had just been was sitting in front of one of the checkout like oh, entryways no, and, and refusing to move and like, <laughs> setting off an alarm. <laughs> that great. So that's that good. Great. Yeah. After this, I'm going to go get some exercise and come back and watch uh, Genesis 7 Melee. Yes, I'm also very excited about uh, the Melee thing. In fact, as I messaged you earlier, just a couple of minutes ago, I thought it was actually going on right now until I noticed that you said it was 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, which made me quite disappointed. Yeah, sorry. Melee is often uh, PST. Yeah, I don't know. You want to, do you have any topic in mind? Uh, you know what? Uh, first of all, let me say this. We were going to record uh, on like Tuesday or something. And then you uh, said no. So I was very disappointed because I had had a, uh, some oatmeal that morning. Ah, damn, dude. I am so sorry. I, I've been waiting like five days to inform you about it on, on broadcast. Okay, yeah. I, well, it's a it's a nice surprise. I'm glad I didn't hear this hear about this before. Yeah, it was very good. I included not only peanut butter but like some banana and cinnamon. It was very very filling and nice oatmeal. Have any uh, almonds in it? No, I sh I could have. I do have almonds. I didn't think to do that. Yeah, uh, crushed almond. Like I don't know how you call this, but like I guess not. Does that make sense? Sliced almonds. I don't even know how how you call it. like chipped almonds. Yeah, like like almond pieces yeah 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 those are hot and uh you know what i did have oatmeal too not this past weekend but the weekend before when i was staying at, at my buddy's place over in uh san pedro we okay, had, we had oatmeal for breakfast and i totally forgot to uh, uh to inform you which is which is absolutely my oh, bad but that was we're catching up yeah that was also uh quite nice um it was it wasn't any it was just like flavor flavorless oatmeal you know like but yeah, yeah it, we had it we added some nice peanut butter. We had like seeds. I don't know. It has like quinoa and a bunch of other bullshit. Well, like chia seed. Yeah, 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 exactly. But it was like all mix. It was like one mix. And then we had almonds in it too, which is, uh, you know, it added like a nice crunch to it. How do you say oatmeal in Spanish, by the way? Uh, unsure. I think that may be like a like a regional type thing. But here, here in Honduras, we call it osmil. Like, Ooh. like basically, you're saying oatmeal, but instead of like a T, you're you're using like an S. So osmeal. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I prefer the flavorless oatmeal, honestly, because it's just like they just put sugar in it and you can, you can just put your own sugar in it and then you don't have to yeah. pay for it. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, I guess uh follow up on some like other things we briefly mentioned. Uh, Alex Ha, uh, who will one day join us has uh, retired from his League of Legends career. So he, I guess he was afraid of facing me again because, you know, we never found out. <laughs> who won in that 1v1 and i guess he just decided he didn't want to risk it so he's retired but good for him good for him for not playing <laughs> league of legends anymore yeah he's i mean very it's very toxic I, I think it's best to retire when it's safe when it's still safe like when, you, when you're still like i don't know I, I guess it would have looked a lot worse if, if he would have retired with a with a big l you know what i mean yeah you got to go out on a high note or at least not a not a terrible note yeah yeah you're right I, I didn't want to call Alex's League of Legends career high at any point. You're right. That's a good correction. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
<laughs> you also at one point asked me when my when I'd make that Contra three video. Uh, unfortunately, the video is just like corrupted. Not really, but you can't see anything. It's like yeah. not cropped right from the way it recorded. What the hell happened, so dude? How, just, how, how the hell did that happen? I don't know. So here's the thing. I didn't record it with OBS. I used I was on an emulator and I used in built emulator record function, which I thought uh, would be more effective, but apparently it just yeah. doesn't work. Right. <laughs> so that sucks. What emulator were you using? I can check. It's Nest 9X 1.60. Oh shit, dude. I didn't know that had like a built-in like recording function. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, it doesn't work <laughs> for me on Contra. Yeah, right, so. Ev- evidently. Uh, yeah, that's, that's quite unlucky. I would have never even interesting. Yeah, I just I guess I, did, I didn't know. I do like that emulator though. I uh, yeah, I've good. used it on on DS and whatever, and it's good. It's bas- that's basically the only Super Nintendo emulator that I've ever used in my life. Yeah, that's the thing. There's there's so many emulators, but everyone just downloads the one that's like the most highly rated on the list or whatever. You yeah, know what I exactly, mean? exactly. So it's, it's, no one ever sees the other ones. It's never failed me. It does though it does tend to crash uh my super punch out runs sometimes when i'm fighting Mac. oh okay yeah whenever i'm fighting well Mac there Clown. was probably like one emulator out there that runs super punch out better that's like niche yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> built specifically around super punch out <laughs> matthew peterson what's up? i believe i believe uh earlier this week i can't quite remember when but uh you said that you had a fucking story to share with us this was such a good story but now that now that I've gotten the ending of the story, it's way less satisfying. So I don't know if I should even tell it because the ending sucks. Is it, is it like a story that happened to someone in real life, or was the deal? Yeah, yeah, dude. I think you might you just might as well, man. All right, I might as well just go for it. I'll be the one who rates how satisfying the uh, the story as a whole is, and whether or not you okay. should have just left it where where it was before. All right. Well, yeah. so you know that I've been going to do some inventories sometimes, and there. one of the dealerships. Uh, my girlfriend's dad like is a senior member at had hired this new guy. They had just done an inventory, right? So they knew they knew like exactly how many parts of everything was there. And this new guy comes in and then basically these two parts that they weren't supposed to sell because they're like on reserve and they're not being manufactured anymore went missing. And then the people oh, they were being reserved for came in and they're like, what the hell? We've been waiting for like, you know, three months or whatever to get these. And then like, well, we don't have them. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's suspicious uh, and they look all around and they can't find it and they're like okay i guess they got misplaced or something so then <laughs> the next week they come in they they have uh like a set of cores that you return like for scrap um they have like 15 of them and they come in and there's only seven left the manager's like okay you know this this is not right we have to find these so they look all around and they know you know they just did the inventory so they know they're supposed to be there and they can't find any of them and so a manager checks the the security footage they see that this new guy has shown up you know it was like martin luther king day or something he has shown up and he goes over to the dumpster and takes out a huge bag of stuff out of the dumpster hauls into his pickup truck and leaves and then so they have Shit, to dude. They have to go. They check the camera footage from the other camera, and they're like, "This is definitely, this is definitely our guy." But yeah, the guy right. doesn't know because he didn't come into work the day that they they found out about him. He doesn't know that he's about to get canned. Right? Oh God. So, <laughs> so the manager's like, "All right, we're gonna have to call the police and like bring them in to meet this guy. Like when he comes into work tomorrow." And so then the guy comes into work, and they they so here's the the sad part is they didn't end up calling the police. They just like fired him 
oh, shit in the dude. back in the back of the the place you know what i mean yeah but this story was much more exciting when i was i wanted to tell it because i had just heard it the night that they found out about the guy and i was like oh right. my god the police are gonna go arrest this guy at his job tomorrow it's gonna That's be a huge exciting. deal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's like a thing. You think you think they called out the police on him eventually? Or you think they just let him go? Uh, I think they, you know, filed a report, but they didn't like have him arrested. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's probably the better thing to do because there's like customers around. <laughs> you don't want to have that kind of attention around you when customers are around. Yeah, exactly. Shady, shady type business and whatever. But yeah, kind of crazy that this guy was hired like a week ago and he just decided to steal like thousands <laughs> of dollars worth of merchandise <laughs> immediately. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> You gotta wonder what he was doing with it. You think he was like selling them like on the side or whatever? I don't fucking know. Well, you can scrap that kind of thing. Like the dealership was probably gonna scrap it for money anyways. Still want to notify like like the people higher up or whatever, or at least like ask if you can just like snag it or whatever. Right? You don't want to just like yeah yeah creepily creepily show up in your truck and then just take it. No, and obviously it's it you can't like say it was an accident if you like hit it in the dumpster and then came to work when <laughs> right. no one was there <laughs> yeah like, exactly you're totally right. caught at that point there's no way dude yeah uh, I, I thought that was kind of interesting yeah it's this is right definitely oh, what's your rating uh you're right i would say uh when there was talk about having a sting and everything shit was was getting quite riveting exactly uh you it, it, but you're right it did, did kind of like go go downhill after after he was just uh you know fired in a out of the public eye and whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, not uh, as cool. I'll rate it like a like a seven point forty three. <laughs> okay. I meant to say six point forty three. By the way, I don't know why I said seven. Matthew Peterson. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is the deal with Byleth, dude? I don't. I don't know. I don't even know what game Byleth is from. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I know it's Fire Emblem. Yeah, I understand it's from the like the recent one. I mean, the ones on the Switch. Okay, the newest one on Switch. Okay, but yeah, dude, that's it's so much Fire Emblem and Smash. Why do you think that is? Like, why do why do they keep like including so many Fire Emblem characters? Considering that Nintendo, I mean, Sakurai and Nintendo and everyone involved in the production of Smash, literally, you know what I mean? Like back then, like back in the Melee era or whatever, you could say that characters were basically limited to Nintendo properties, but like. Right. Over the last decade, we've seen that that's not the case, right? We've had fucking Snake, and we've had fucking Pac-Man, and I don't want to say it, but we've had Sonic, too. <laughs> so, like, considering all of the, you know, extensive library of games and characters that they could borrow from for Smash, why do they think they keep going back to Fire Emblem, dog? And also, the other DLC besides Piranha Plant, who was free, was right. all third-party stuff that people had been asking right. to be in smash so it was kind right, of like right. implied that, that it was going to be a third it was going to be well, something right. good yeah and not just another and also it's just so many sword characters even the sword characters who aren't from fire emblem and it's like i don't know there's two sword characters in melee and one of them's unplayable <laughs> so uh was it roy or whatever yeah roy's pretty ass <laughs> i don't think i uh and now it's I only just like Everyone has a sword smash ultimate. Are you uh are you gonna acquire anyway or no? No, I don't I don't have any intention. I only have Joker. Um I think Joker's fun, even though I haven't played Persona Five. I like You didn't you didn't him. get banjo, dude? No, I didn't I don't know. I I don't like I don't like playing him. <laughs> okay. No, I mean that's fair, but I thought yeah. just for like the the novelty of having banjo and smash. No, he's cool, but you run into like a million banjos online anyway, so it's it, it balances out. Yeah, that's fair. 
And if you're not going to play as him, right, then what the fuck's the point? I'm thinking maybe it's a thing like Fire Emblem is more of a big deal in Japan. That's what so, I was, that's, yeah, that yeah, was going to be my know. suggestion. That was going to be my suggestion. It's such a hot thing in Japan that maybe that's why they're uh, insisting on. I, it must be interesting because I, you know, all the, all the, all the reactions that I've seen to Byleth are Western people talking about right. it, right? Uh, it'd be interesting to see how uh, people over in, in Asia and Japan maybe specifically are reacting. You know, you think they're like excited. They're like, oh, fuck, yes, that's exactly what yeah. I wanted. You know, <laughs> maybe they're huge Fire Emblem fans. I don't know. Because yeah. it took a while to get here, too. Right. Have you played any Fire Emblem, dog? Not at all. No? Okay. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never tried it. I don't know. I did acquire the 3DS one, the first one. Uh, mm -hmm. Awakening, I believe it was called. And I thought, Is it any good? whatever. I thought it was, yeah, like I thought it was cool. I just never quite understood it, if you will. You know what I mean? Like I okay, I played it and I beat a good amount of missions and whatever, but then just out of nowhere, I, I, I felt like I was getting overpowered like, and there was nothing that I could do. And I just never understood what it is that I could do to like level people up or anything. I don't know. I don't know if it's, uh -huh. yeah, that, that, that was my issue with it. I, was, I felt that I was getting like completely dominated and overpowered and I just never knew what, how to correct it. Because I thought I was, I thought I was leveling up my characters and everything, so I just I don't fucking know. I uh, would be more open to it now that I've played Wargroove, which I enjoyed. Uh, how do you? Cause how do you like it? Similar. I really like Wargroove. I think is yeah. for for the amount of money you pay. There's so much stuff in it. Um, yeah. There's campaign. There's an arcade. There's puzzles. There's right. a map creator. You can oh, right. share your levels like Mario Maker. Yeah. There's online uh, simultaneous and asynchronous co-op, and there's online. Uh, co-op versus AI. Uh, you know, there's so much stuff in it. It's multiplayer, right? You can like play with people. Play on Steam yeah, I'm playing with someone on Steam right now. <laughs> Not while we're recording, but like asynchronously. Have you tried the campaign? Yeah, I finished the campaign actually. You did? Okay. How it's long did really it take you? Probably like eight hours. It's not very okay. long. Okay. From what I looked into, apparently, so I didn't even know what Advance Wars was when I got Wargroove. I had never heard of it. Shit, but apparently, real? this is yeah. I've always been curious about Advanced Wars, but I've never, I guess I could acquire it on the DS, but I just never have. Yeah, so apparently this is just an unofficial Advanced Wars game, which is, I mean, I like it, but basically people are saying this is less deep, I guess, yeah. than Advanced Wars. Like a little, a little more casual. Skillful. Yeah. Right, right, so right. I was, which is I was like, well, that was a good thing to start with. Yeah, exactly. No, I, it would be it would be a great thing for me as well because I was, as I tell you, like I tried playing Fire Emblem and that was a disaster to say the least. Yeah, but I did like Wargroove and now I'm kind of interested in trying like Advance Wars 1 or whatever out just to see how it is. There's a couple on the DS that are that are apparently pretty good. Yeah, apparently okay. uh, one of the ones on the DS is apparently the best one. Uh, right, right. It's like a post-apocalyptic one. I don't right. know what it's called. Right, right, right. But yeah, I'm definitely interested in trying that out now. My buddies and I played yesterday. We were playing Heave Ho. If, if I don't know if you're familiar with it. I know I've talked about it, but I don't know how much like you've looked into it, if at all. Not really, no. Okay, so it's it's this is this is this game right where you where your character is just basically like a little potato shaped <laughs> shaped shaped thing, and uh, you can you can customize it, right? You can like change its eyes and whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. And and it and it and it shares like a similar vibe to like Snipper Clip that that type of game, right? Where like they have like they make okay, goofy, yeah. they make goofy faces and they have goofy voices and whatever. And so the idea is this, right? You move you move the control stick and that that like moves its hands, and then with the shoulder okay. buttons you hold like with the with the right shoulder button you grab onto stuff with your right hand, and with the left shoulder button your character holds on holds onto stuff with the left hand. 
Mm -hmm. And it's basically like obstacle courses, right? You start and then you have to like swing around and, 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 and yeah, basically just like swing yourself around. Uh, is it like a course. race? Not a race. It's just more, more like a, like a puzzly type, uh, like a puzzly type obstacle course, okay. right? You just need to get to the end, but there's like platforms and whatever. And you can also, there's like bonuses, like a lot of levels have like a coin that you can, mm -hmm. uh, like if you bring the coin with you all the way to the end. It'll give you like bonus points. Cool, right? Because you can't, if you hold on to the coin, that's a hand that you can't use for anything else because you always have to be. Oh, that's coin. really interesting. Yeah. So, you, like, with that hand, you if you let it go, then you lose the coin. So, you can't use that hand to grab onto any platform or any ledge or anything. Uh, and it's cool because it's four player co op. So, we were yesterday, we were kind of bored. Uh, we were at my buddy's place. But his mom was like having like a birthday celebration thing. And he was, he was saying that he was a little bit overwhelmed because that he didn't. There's never been that many people at his house before. A lot of people which he didn't even know. <laughs> he said he was kind of overwhelmed. He was like, maybe we should play something. Just like go to my room and just like play it on the Switch. And I told him that I had like Crash Team Racing. I, I totally forgot that I had bought Heave Hoke. I got it that week that like uh, on the big like New Year's sale or whatever. Yeah. And I totally forgot that I'd gotten it. And as we were scrolling on my Switch, I saw it. And I was like, dude, we got to check this out. I haven't played it, but it looks fun as hell. And good thing it was, they were all enjoying it. We played it for a long time, man. We played it for like a couple of hours, got through a lot of the levels and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was a it was a good fucking time. So I'd recommend it. Like if everyone if anyone out there is looking for like a four-player co-op type game, that's definitely a good option. Okay, cool. It sounds pretty good. Uh what else do we got going on today? Um, I finished Breath of the Wild yesterday and it is oh sick. It is good. I will say the ending is very disappointing. I've heard I've heard that like the like the last battle against Ganon and whatever is just kind of it doesn't live up to all the build up and whatever. It's very easy if you've done everything, which is kind right. of like what you're incentivized to do just yeah. by like exploring. Right. Um, but the, you know, and then when you do So win, you're expecting like a challenge, right? Like even though yeah, you have like yeah. all the power ups or whatever it is that you need to get there, you you're still expecting like a challenge. No, I am kind of like curious to go fight it without doing anything now and see how well I do. <laughs> have you looked at people doing um, that at all? I watched the uh, any percent speed run from GDQ yeah. and it's pretty wild. They do it yeah. in like thirty minutes. Yeah, uh, and like Twenty of those minutes is doing the unskippable tutorial, but also the ending. Uh, <laughs> when you beat Ganon, it like you watch the ending and then you go to the main menu and then you load your save and you just start like before you walked into the the final boss room. So yeah. you don't nothing like changes in the world. Oh. So it's just kind of like you've done it now. Yeah, that's so it's weird. not. I don't know. It's not very exciting an ending unless you do it as the very last thing. Right, I get it. Um, but no, you're right. Because like for example, I know. Uh, I guess. Some games are starting to do this, right? Where you can like pretty much access the the final boss or chat final level or whatever right from the beginning. Like yeah. I know the new the new ukulele game allows you to do that. Oh, that's weird for ukulele. Yeah. Uh the last level is available to you right from the start. But apparently mm -hmm. it's like a long ass level with no no checkpoints and it's super long and it's super, super difficult and whatever. Uh right. and so the whole point is that like uh, while you're beating all the levels and stuff, all the rest of the game, you're acquiring like a bees or whatever and each bee is going to give you like a like an extra hit point mm -hmm. right but like even then right like you're saying like i've heard from a lot of people that the like the, the last boss in breath of the wild is just not challenging at all uh yeah but even then i've heard uh from what i've seen from the new ukulele game is even if you do get all the bees that are available for you to get in the game for you before you before you tackle the last level it's still it's still really hard like it'll still take people like multiple attempts and everything 
Okay, that's pretty cool. And it's like four, you know, you know what I mean? They can get like, I don't know the exact number, but I think it's anywhere between like 30 to 40 Bs. So it's, imagine that it's like 40 hit points and you're still, you know, taking multiple attempts yeah. to, uh, right, to get right. to a level. Uh, but you know, Breath of the Wild is good. I don't need to tell anyone that in 2020. Yeah, it's I'd recommend <laughs> playing it if you haven't. <laughs> Dude, I haven't played it, man. I don't think I've ever even like played it at all. I'd I'd say you know check it out. No, man, I, I do have to correct that. It's quite sure. good. I did get like uh, morbidly curious um, about the Zelda TV show because I just be Breath of the Wild. I was like, oh yeah, wasn't there a TV show? Two and shit. Yeah, so I yeah. looked up like. Uh, on youtube i only watched five minutes because it was so bad yeah. um, <laughs> but i you know you've seen like where he says well excuse, excuse me, me princess. princess right i of course I, that's like a meme but i thought it was like a clip but yeah. that's his catchphrase it it's he like a recurring it like five thing. times an episode yeah he says oh, it in, the, in the intros like song yeah it happens every time no way i thought it was like a thing that he would do like once every episode type of deal he keeps saying it it's so weird oh shit dude did you see did i send you did i send you that weird clip i don't know that i sent it to you or the group chat i don't know i sent it to some people uh it, I, it must be a clip i don't know if it's edited in any way uh but it is a clip from the animated show and it it shows zelda like in her room like on her bed or whatever and then Link just like walks in and he goes, "Oh, smooching time!" And he just like jumps all over her, and that's that's the whole clip. Quite awkward to look at. That's probably not uh, edited because in uh, episode one, the first like thing that happens is Link uh, gets out of bed and he's like, uh, he's just complaining, and then he sees Zelda, <laughs> and then just like harasses her, and she's like, "Stop <laughs> staring at me, you weirdo!" <laughs> and <then> leaves. <laughs> yeah, man, fucking. Nintendo used to allow weird shit to happen to their properties back then. Yeah, it's weird, quite... weird shit. Also, Ganon is, he's like a wizard, which I never really got that okay. vibe from Ganon. Yeah. No, he's just like a like an evil dude. like a. Yeah, like I know he uses like some magic, but I thought he was more of like like a, a fighter than a wizard. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and Smash definitely gives you that vibe as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fucking Ganon, dude. I love I will... Ganon. <laughs> I will I will defeat you one day. I I we'll swear see. on it. I swear on it. Oh my god. Do we have do we have anything for our recurring segments? Do we you did you listen to another album or anything? I have an album that I could talk about. Or not an album, but just like a band. Uh I know like this they're like popular, but a lot of people don't like listen to the killers. They just know about the killers. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Right. And that, I think that, the killers I think they're just fantastic. Their first album is the best first album I've heard for any band ever. It's really, really? good. Yeah. And it, I mean, it had all, a lot of hits at Mr. Brightside and everything, but it's all yeah. really solid overall. Yeah. And um, I can, I don't think there's any album that I don't like of them besides the one that's like a compilation of their top hits, which doesn't really count. But they're just a band that like I consistently like to listen to and like listen to all their stuff. And it's all different enough to be interesting, but still really good you know because a lot of people are just like yeah i know of them but like they don't know any of the more obscure songs that are still yeah exactly on the like, albums. I, I know the i know the singles like oh of course mr Brightside and whatever that other song with the somebody told me that you have a boyfriend that oh yeah yeah girl. that's also on the first album really yeah okay yeah that song is catchy i do like that i think i like that even better than i like fucking mr Brightside. but yeah even even like their uh newer one that's like 2018 or 2019 or whatever is still good uh day and age sam's town sawdust is all good 
So I'd recommend just like pick one that you think looks cool on the cover art. Right, right. I, I don't think you can really go wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. The Killers. Um, I wanted to talk about Fountains of Wayne. Uh, last time I said that I've been listening to a lot of Watsky throughout 2019, and the, actually Fountains mm -hmm. of Wayne is another is another one of those bands that I've uh, consistently been been listening to, and it's and it's interesting because I never really like heard a lot from them before. Like, of course, I'd heard fucking Stacy's mom being played around. Yeah. But that's kind of it, right? And that's and that's unlike that that didn't come out until like their third album or something, uh, and that was perhaps their biggest hit ever. Uh, but I find their first album quite quite charming. Um, I don't know, the lyrics are just pretty playful. They do get heavier handed sometimes in terms of like themes, but like the way that they're presented is just quite. It's just, it just tends to be very uh, playful, and I just like vibe of like mid 90s alternative rock bands you know what i mean they just kind of sound like there's just like a few dudes who are playing out of their garage that kind of that kind of vibe right uh i do like that a lot and i do get that vibe from uh this song that's called uh sink to the bottom i love that man it's just the lyrics are cute uh i don't know i i, I don't know they just kind of speak to me right that's kind of like the stuff if I was ever to become like a musician or a songwriter, I feel like that's kind of like the vibe that I would like go for. And it's just, you know, like a few chords, the entire song, like a few power chords, the entire song. Uh, and I just like that vibe. Right. And I think beyond that, I think it's cool how this is speaking not only about their first album, but just them in general. They do a lot of like character type songs. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of their songs, they're talking about like a specific character, like Hey Julie and this other one with the with the I got a bright future in sales or whatever that one is called. Oh yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's cool, right? It's, they just they just like put themselves in the shoes of like someone else and just make like little uh, charming lyrics about them and just make up little stories and stuff. And I just I don't know, I find it I find it quite interesting. Yeah, but, I I mean I haven't I would, really listened to any of it, and I think part of it was uh, I was like sixteen or whatever, and that was like yeah. the kind of stuff like uh people's parents would listen to and i was like oh well it's for old people <laughs> you know yeah, so it was like on whatever in my head yeah but i would I, I mean i would be interested in giving it another shot yeah uh i've definitely been listening to them a lot um yeah over the last year and i would recommend it uh, especially cool. if you like shit like weezer right that's kind of like i don't know weezer was one of like the, the biggest bands for me when i was growing up like when i was you know during my fucking teenage angsty years and and this is this follows kind of like the same vibe, right? It's just like a weird, weirdly like geeky type rock and stuff. So I find it quite yeah. amusing to listen to. Cool. Um, beyond that, I do have news on Real España. Okay, let's hear it. Oh, they played three games against Olympia, right? You remember Olympia, right? Mm -hmm, of course. They're like the they're like the traditionally like the biggest team in the country. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. With with the most titles and everything, right? So they they played three games in the span of one week. Um, because they were playing like a like a like a friendly uh, international tournament that started sometime last summer. Oh yeah, you sent me the the video of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also like the 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 regular like national local league game between them was scheduled between the two legs of the of the of the international tournament finals, right? So like mm -hmm. last Wednesday they played the first game of the final. It was a, it was a tie zero to zero. Um, Real España got a goal invalidated for bullshit reasons. It should have been, it should have been valid. But anyway, and then I went to the game. I went to the game on Saturday, uh, which Real España won two to one. It was quite crazy. Uh, there was a lot of people sent off, a uh, bunch of bullshit, you know, bunch of red cards and whatever. Uh, but still, we took it right, which was good because we hadn't beat we hadn't beaten them in the league 
in like the last four mm-hmm. years or something, I would say. And then Wednesday, this past Wednesday, was the second leg of the international tournament final. And we took that two to zero, which was a huge deal, right? It's a huge deal that like the biggest team in the country who just won the National League in December, uh, breaking records of like points and goals scored and whatever and goals against, they broke everything. And in three games, they didn't manage to like win a single one. And they only managed to score once against us. So that was a huge deal. And it's quite, it makes me quite excited. You know what I mean? It makes me uh, mm-hmm. quite uh, hopeful for this tournament. But then they played yesterday, just yesterday, they played uh, this team called Vila, which is one of those teams that's always like struggling, you know. And we played them at, we, we played them at home and we lost two to zero, dog. Two to zero. How? I, I don't know. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to, to follow the game a lot because I went out to uh, my, my friend's mom's thing. Uh, the barbecue so i couldn't watch yeah. it but it it sounded like it was awful and i just don't understand you know what i mean the the inconsistency is, is quite frustrating yeah that's very annoying when it seems like that right. right 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 it is just starting right this is only like the third date like the third game date uh so hopefully they'll still pick up like i thought beating olympia in three games was gonna give them like a huge comp like boosting confidence and whatever but uh yeah that's true i did enjoy that it was just it was just illegally available on a youtube stream (laughs) (laughs) it's very yeah uh and it's and it sucks because because here there's been like a new like a new like tv station that has acquired the rights to to at least like one or two games every weekend and that that's like a subscription station right so like i can't get it unless i pay for that uh but then again people just stream it on youtube and no one gives a shit like they never take them down or anything so right and the quality of the stream was decent you know what i mean like it didn't choke or anything and the i don't know it was fine so whatever yeah it looked fine to me what the fuck else is going on yesterday top 64 had been going a while like the melee tournament had been going late or something i wasn't really paying attention um and so they these were the matches to get into top eight they were the last games of the day and i guess there were three left and they only had two streams so they skipped uh, the hypest one, which is S2J versus none uh, Falcon Ditto matchup. And everyone oh, was like, everyone was like, oh, shit. So then this guy was just like streaming it with his phone. Um, no way. Like, he was, he by, was at the place. Yeah. So he, he was, was, the, he was yeah. sitting right next to none. You could, you could like see his ear in the shot. Yeah. Um, and so by the end, like the, by the middle of the game, there were like 2,000 people just watching on this guy's phone because <laughs> this was the match they wanted to see. Yeah, of course. Uh, and I just felt, I don't know. It felt pretty uh, cool and exclusive, and the chat was super hype. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You wonder why they did that. You wonder why they wouldn't have that matchup. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know if maybe the uh, the other two setups, the games that already started with the people oh, who were so on the stream can. setups. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, "Hey, you know, we got ultimate after this, so please just finish up." That's cool. I'm always excited for top eight melee events on Sundays, man. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. I have to say, I do have to say, man, that uh. God damn, I miss Bobby Scar, man. <laughs> I know he's he's gonna be at Summit. Don't worry, he'll be around okay. next month. Okay. Oh, cool. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, he just he just makes the whole deal a lot more entertaining. <laughs> what a great guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, I do. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. What's up? No, no, no. Go ahead. I was playing. Uh, I've been playing over the course of like the past two weeks. Uh, Doom two with my friend, and I just yeah. How do you like it? He was like, hey. He's a huge Doom fan. He's like, you know what? I never finished Doom 2 because it's too, it was too hard when I tried it. And it's yeah. like, all right, I bet we can do it. Um, and God, it's hard, dude. It's like really? we're playing on whatever medium is. What It's like yeah. Hurt Me More or whatever they call it. Um, right. 
and it's still really brutal. Just Doom Two has a lot of platforming, which Doom is not really built Dude. for. Right, right. Yeah. So can you, and can like you jump. Is there a jump? No, button? no. You just you can sprint and you can run off. Yeah. Things. You have to like bet on landing on it when you run like run off. Exactly. The yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> um. And there's a lot of places where if you fall. It's like there's can't, no way you can't up. get back up. Yeah. yeah. So it's like enjoy slowly dying while you load your save. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But right. Um, the Easter eggs are out of out of this world in Doom Two. They're insane. So oh, shit, dude. Easter eggs for what? Other um, games or just pop culture? Kind of. So in one of the levels, there's a secret teleporter um, that takes you to a secret level, which is level one of Wolfenstein in the Doom engine. Away. Which is Away. insane, and it has like yeah. Um, it has like the Nazis um, and everything, and they like right. they talk in German, and you, it's pretty cool. And then if you take the the secret exit in the level one of Wolfenstein remake, yeah. that is like actually the secret in Wolfenstein. It's like a real recreation of it. Right, right, right. Then right, you right. go to another secret level that ends in um, you find four corpses of a uh, bloody hanged Commander Keen who is like eight, um, and he's dead. God. So yeah. then you have to shoot all the corpses to reveal the exit to the level. And then it just yeah. takes you back like nothing ever happened. And it's like, oh, my God, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's insane. How do you feel? That's uh, funny because I was literally, I don't know, I just randomly started playing the episode that we did with Cam. And uh, mm-hmm. I did talk about how I do like playing Doom, the first one, uh, co-op. But if there's yeah. one thing that I think I've noticed that I find a little bit frustrating is that like, it doesn't quite feel optimized for co-op in terms of like the amount of like bullets that you can find, like bullet drops. I feel right, like right. I feel like I'm always short, and that just makes it a little frustrating, right? Because then I just keep dying and whatever. Right, it's hard to. Yeah, that's a good point. How do you feel about that in Doom Two? Is it like um, I don't think it's adjusted too? anyway, so I guess yeah, I agree with you. But there's also a lot of points in Doom where it's like uh, you have too much of an ammo type, and you like find more, and it's just like you have to leave it. Right, 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 right for sure. So. Yeah, Doom 2 is, we haven't finished it yet, so I, I can't say the ending is good or not, but uh, up to yeah. like so at least 75% through has been fun and solid. Uh, right. It's a good game. The only thing I would say is a little lacking is the soundtrack is not as like hardcore as Doom 1. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you're right. The Doom yeah. 1 soundtrack is insane. It's like a little more watered down on Doom 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of them are even That's like, weird. sound a little like, like tropical and upbeat. It's weird. I don't really know it. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. weird <laughs> yeah, but it's i like weird. the game it's pretty fun i have to check it out i may have i may have gold coins for that shit actually i'll i'll, I'll look yeah. into it i am interested in the um the new uh doom what is it doom eternal coming out i might eternal. i might yeah, pick that yeah, up yeah, yeah. it seems cool it's funny i was reading a review like a like a first impressions mm-hmm. type thing and the dude was saying that like it was like exhausting how like fucking brutal and violent and intense it is <laughs> he, <laughs> He like called it, he, like he he meant it in like a good way, right? He just wanted to like overblow how like intense the game is, but he said it is. Yeah, I'm quite, sure it's not relaxing. Yeah, he he said it's quite hard, right? Like he, I've never I've never played the remake, the 2016 Doom. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, one of my friends, I was talking to him uh, on one of my bus rides. He was telling me that he thinks that's like the best shooter he's ever played, Doom 2016. Yeah, uh, it's super fun. Uh, but yeah, I was he the dude from this first impressions review. He was saying that like it's. It's hard, but like it does pick up like towards like the end of the game. Uh, he mm-hmm. says Doom Eternal like basically starts in terms of difficulty. It starts right at where you in, in terms of diff- where as hard as it is like towards the end of the 2016 Doom. Right, right. And I mean it has a grappling hook, so I'm definitely 
already all in. Yeah, the the super shotgun has like a chain in it, so you can grapple to enemies and and swing around them and shit. Uh, Grappling items will always make a game for me. That's the only reason why I played Zelda and fucking Darksiders. Hell yeah. (laughs) I love grappling hooks. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say, man. Daniel, you'll never guess who I who I ran into at the grocery store today. Uh, besides the robot, was the hot take alert, dude? I also the robot was there though. Hot take <laughs> alert! Oh shit, dude! Not the hot take alert, man. Yeah, do you have one? Uh, yeah, uh, we talked about this earlier this week or last week. I don't even remember when, but um, it should come to no surprise that I'm a big Aaron Hansen fan, right? I think he's a fun dude, and like, I like his uh, his fucking what's it called the uh sequelitis videos i find them quite yeah. charming and entertaining um and like Mega Man x is one of my like i don't know top five favorite games ever so like just listening to someone sound as excited about that game as he does is just charming to me you know what i mean i find it i find it super super charming um and i do like this other dude who makes a lot of he, snus drunk i don't know if you've ever seen any of his any of his content on youtube i have not uh for like the first i don't know how long he's been on youtube maybe like three or four years i don't know but he does reviews of like literally any snes game that you can think of like even from like the most obscure shit and he'll sometimes do like reviews on like specific uh genres as well right he has like videos on like the he and he reviews for example he has videos on like all of the all of the basketball games available on the snes right and he'll talk a little bit about literally every single basketball game available on the snes and even if it's just like japan exclusive and whatever he'll cover it and he's mm-hmm. cool right i think i think he's I, I think he's quite like a like a uh charismatic guy just the way he presents things just the way he the way he the, his delivery and everything i do find it quite entertaining so i like it right he's cool and i follow it he's still releasing content he's like varied it right he he's been talking a lot of like on like arcade games uh like you know I'll, I'll, yeah like 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 sprite base still like i guess if you will early 90s like arcade games and stuff like that. he touches upon a lot of like beat-em-ups and fighting games that could look like could be on a on a 16-bit or even like playstation type console but that were like exclusive mm-hmm. to to um arcades uh he has a video like a let's play on Mega Man x uh and I find it weird, right? Because this dude, I don't know, he seems like a chill dude. Like, if you see his content, if you follow him on social media and everything, he seems like a real chill dude. But on his Mega Man X Let's Play video, he weirdly digs at Aaron Hansen's video on Mega Man X, like his sequelitis. He just, mm-hmm. you know, because Aaron Hansen goes on, like, how all, like, the, like the first stage is, like, a tutorial stage that, like, teaches you the mechanics of the game without, like, fucking spelling it out, spe- spelling it all out to you, like, in a text box or anything, right? Just you, it's supposed to like teach you the mechanics just through like the gameplay. And then Snest Drunk just goes like, uh, yeah, Aaron Hansen just goes like, oh, this game's amazing because it just teaches you everything in the first level. And then he goes like, yeah, dude, but like also like a billion other games did that before Mega Man X. And I'm like, sure, but like Mega Man X does it really well too. And I think it's worth calling it out. It's worth pointing out. You know what I mean? It's also the. It's, it's called sequelitis. He's talking about it as a sequel to Mega Man in the context of how it's different than the other Mega Man games. Exactly right, because none of the other Mega Man games had like an introductory level that you had to do. You know what I mean? Like no, you just go exactly. <laughs> yeah. you, you you choose whatever stage and stuff. Right. He, so he's talking about it in that context too. Uh, and then he also Aaron Hansen goes on about how like cool the story is, and like I get it, right? Like I, I get that like no one really plays Mega Man for the story, but like you're not gonna slide dig on him or or the game because it has a story, you know what I mean? I think 
I don't, I've never, granted, I've never paid a lot of attention to it, but like, I do think it's cool that it's there. And like, I would understand how, if you grew up playing that game and you were playing, you were playing it when you were a child, I, I can't see why and how it would make you excited. You know what I mean? Like when Zero comes up to you and he says, dude, maybe you can become as strong as I am. And you see Zero and he's like, cool. And he's super strong. And he like just defeats the guy at the, at the beginning of the stage and whatever. <laughs> yeah. So like, I get it. Right. But then this dude just keeps jabbing in air and he goes like, yeah, like we all play Mega Man for the story and like whatever, you know what I mean? Like, why did you feel like it was important that you call him out? And like, mm -hmm. uh, I just think it's weird, right? Once again, because the dude seems like pretty down to earth. Uh, and I think Aaron in his video, I don't know, he doesn't say anything that's particularly wrong or anything. Uh, I don't know. It just left me feeling kind of weird, you know, because I do like this guy and I do like his content. It's, it's, it's weird to see him like jab at someone uh, when it seems a little bit uncalled for. No, that's fair. I don't know why he said that. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But uh, we should reach is... out to him for comment. <laughs> that's right. That's another thing, right? That I was thinking about. Like, I don't know if they know each other, and he was just like digging at him just to, like for fun. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I, I do. I, it does happen. I do. I do. I do follow. I, I think I've told you about this dude called RGT85 on YouTube. I do follow his shit a lot. Um, and he will jab at other YouTubers, but that's because he like knows them and he's like right. been with them at conferences. So he'll just like, oh, this YouTube guy, whatever his name is, he's kind of dumb. You've, you've probably seen him with a stupid beard and whatever. <laughs> but like, that's because he knows them and like, that's, that's yeah, his just sense of humor, you know what I mean? Whereas I don't know if this dude knows Aaron Hansen. It doesn't give the impression that they know each other. Yeah, weird. All right. Mine is, uh, I don't know if mine's more of a hot take, uh, but it's definitely more generally applicable. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I said this in the group chat to Owen, uh, what, yesterday? I don't like Nutella. Oh, I, shit, dude. I find like it, at like, all? too sweet. I just okay. don't, I don't know. I don't want to eat it. <laughs> Owen said it's too rich, which I kind of get, I guess. But I just don't like yeah. how sweet it is. Uh, but I'm kind of weird like that. I don't like too much frosting on my cake or anything yeah. like that. You know, I yeah, prefer to yeah. like, have less sweet stuff. And I don't like right. donuts. Uh, I prefer to have a bagel. Okay. Yeah, you you do. I remember you do have a thing against like sweet cereal as well. Yeah, you sent me that picture. That's like <laughs> people who don't like sweet cereal. And it's just a bowl of eggs uncracked <laughs> with a spoon in it with milk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I don't know because I think we had this conversation when we were just like starting to get to like know each other. Mm -hmm. And I, for whatever reason, I always had the impression that you would be someone who maybe didn't like particularly like sweet cereal, but who wouldn't have like such a strong stance like against it. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like I just yeah, thought, I like, yeah, like, I'll just I have. definitely hate like uh, Frosted Flakes and like God, Lucky damn, Charms, dude, especially. Frosted Flakes, not as bad, but definitely like Lucky Charms. Anything with marshmallow. <laughs> uh, Anything with the, with the fake fucking marshmallows. Oh, God, yeah. I'll have I'll have a a real marshmallow once in a while, but the Lucky Charms yeah. ones just I can't deal with it. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's fair. Uh, I guess I grew up with like the whole you know Saturday morning bowl of cereal type deal, and uh, right, yeah. So this is no, I, I guess know, my parents were too were too boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably better, right? It's not good. Oh for yeah, a child, definitely. I think yeah, yeah, definitely healthier. <laughs> Right, but I do, uh, I do, you know, sweet cereal is kind of like a comfort food type deal for me. It's interesting you say that. I think all cereal is kind of a comfort. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I do like those. Um, they're a little sweet. Those peanut butter, uh, puffin puffs from Trader Joe's. I think those are quite good. I don't know if you had those ever. 
No, I don't. It doesn't ring a bell. I mean, I've seen them. I just don't remember that I actually tried them. Cam and I would go pretty much to Trader Joe's just for that, which, you know, is not, you know, a quick drive from our apartment. Do, yeah, you would do your speed runs. We'd do a Trader Joe's speed run. So we'd um, I think <laughs> set a two minutes timer and then we'd run in. And I was like, OK, I'm getting cereal and like some cheese. Bomba. And he'd grab cereal and like whatever he was. Yeah. And the peanut and like some bomba or something. And then we just run to the register and run out as fast as we can and try to do it in like two minutes. That's excellent. I love that. Um, Dude, I'm I so I have some random YouTube playing on my TV in front of me mm -hmm. right now, and uh, I think I, th I think this is a the completionist video on some Star Fox something. I'm not paying a lot of attention to it, but he just showed footage of like I guess mm -hmm. it must have been like an anti Nintendo commercial. Uh, it were a couple of dudes, right? One dude wearing like a Sony PlayStation shirt, and another dude wearing a Sega shirt. And okay. they had they had like a like a plush doll of Mario on like some sort of torture instrument, like they place his <laughs> they, they they place his head on something, on like this to torture instrument, and then they were like <laughs> they were like they were like yanking on a lever that was like pressing these two like I don't know how you I don't know how to describe it because my language is failing me right now. It was like pressing onto Mario. It was like squeezing Mario's head as they were like as they were like winding this this lever you know what i mean it, <laughs> okay, it just it's like a pressing on it's like a vice yeah it's right 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 right, right. They, they just kept pressing onto mario's head until it was about to explode you know what i mean <laughs> i don't i don't know what to say <laughs> i don't know what to say <laughs> okay it's a it is a completionist it is on star fox zero and it's somewhere between like it's somewhere around like the third minute that that footage showed up very very yeah. strange <laughs> I would also be concerned if that was on my TV, like randomly when I was doing something else. Right. Matthew Peterson. Mm -hmm. I've been accepted at Merrimack College, man, for uh Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's excellent, dude. Yeah, uh, I am quite excited. I am still waiting to listen from a couple of other schools. Uh, mm -hmm. But I don't know. I have high hopes of being able to attend Merrimack. Because uh, the deal is yeah. I, am trying, I am trying to get like an assistantship or a fellowship at, at, at all the schools that I'm applying to because that's... Um, that'll wave that'll wave tuition which is like fucking, right. like, a, like a huge deal you know what i mean and if i am not able to yeah, wave dude. tuition that i don't know that i'll be like available uh, i mean able to afford it so um mm -hmm. i was invited to the uh to an interview for a fellowship position at merrimack and uh i am excited because i will be attending uh the interview day on february 21st okay yeah that's right yeah congratulations on that thanks man yeah i am quite excited um they did have options to like if, if you're not able to go to the in-person interviews, but I I don't know. I'll always take an opportunity to fly to Boston. Thankfully, my mom works for Delta, so right. I do get significant discounts, even though I do have to fly standby, which is a pain in the ass sometimes. Uh, I do pay significantly less for a ticket to fly there anyway, so it's still you know what I mean. I'll I'll always take an, an opportunity to go into Massachusetts or in the Boston area. It's good though if something happens. Like whatever you can still uh do the online thing or whatever yeah you're right of course if i right if i am for whatever reason not able to uh, like attend or anything you're right yeah of course and uh also congratulations to cam for getting into uh yeah hell uh, yeah wpi wpi uh, it'd be sick accepted we... i don't i don't think he said he's going there yet for sure but yeah i think he said him. he was also i think he said he was also waiting to hear on a couple of other schools but it'd be it'd be sick yeah. if, if we both end up in massachusetts again that would we be crazy. <laughs> we wouldn't be as close because I think Merrimack is a 
like just 20 minutes north of, of Boston, something like that. Okay, yeah. So but, it's like uh, an hour and 20. Yeah, an hour and something. But uh, I don't know. They, I would assume we'd still have like opportunities to like meet up and whatever. Considering yeah, yeah. that Cam also, like his family lives in fucking south side of Boston, whatever it's called there. Yeah, they live in uh, Medford. Medford, that's right. So, so I'm, yes, I'm sure we'd be able to, to I don't know, hang out. Yeah, I mean, you'll definitely be a hell of a lot closer. Right. <laughs> hell Either yeah, way. hell yeah. And you'll be in Connecticut too, which is just... Yeah, I'll be pretty close. Like, right, like two a hour train drive. right away. Right, that's right. Yeah, or, or I could take the train, yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, that's what's going on. Uh, I just yeah, wanted to share awesome. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it makes me quite excited. So, uh, oh, yeah. all right. Matthew, what did we learn today, dude? I guess we learned that, like, be mindful of, of your surroundings because, like, there might be scenes of Mario characters being tortured just appearing <laughs> around your house <laughs> on your yeah. devices. So be careful if you like invite your boss over. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good one. You don't want your bosses to to know that you're into Mario torture. <laughs> uh, any closing remarks? Do anything you want to plug? Uh, any uh, any greetings that you want to send? Say your thing. I'll be I'll be like right back. Okay, <laughs> it's related. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Matthew Peterson seems to have just fucking left me in the middle of the recording, which I don't appreciate. But. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll uh, have to entertain all of you for okay, uh, however. Okay, he's back. Okay, fuck Sorry. piece of shit. Continue it if you wanted to finish what you were saying. I do. No, just do your thing now. Okay. Well, I have to open <laughs> it now. <laughs> I had to get my switch. Sorry. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Bistro underscore Butcher on Steam <laughs> for playing Wargroove with me. Thank oh, you, cool. man. Yeah, I'm having a good time. We haven't gotten very far, but that's fun. How's it looking? You think you're going to kick his ass? Uh, it's actually uh, we're playing with Fog of War on, so if you aren't near them, like you, you can't, can't tell what the enemy's building. So yeah, he could yeah, be yeah. totally about to destroy me, and I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck, man. Hell yeah. Good luck, dude. All right. Uh, cool. Make sure to tune in next week when we'll be talking about. Uh, fuck it. I forgot what I was going to say, man. Wait, give me a second. Give me... Yeah, uh, be sure to tune in next week when we'll be talking about uh, cheat codes to unlock Sonic and Super Smash Brothers Melee. Right, right. You have to leave yeah. your, your console on for like 100 hours straight or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll explore all those uh, with, with, with real footage, by the way. So uh, you, wanna, you don't want to yep. miss out on it. Mirror it on our, on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace out, everyone. Peace out, Matthew Peterson. Yeah. It was a good time. Of course, as always. Right. We'll see you next time. Fuck, dude. I forgot to talk about my computer.